I've never known anyone with a dragon. What does he look like? Just a plain ordinary dragon. Welcome to Plain Ordinary Dragon, the podcast. For those of you that tune in every week, sometimes twice a week, welcome back. To those of you who are just joining us for the first time, welcome. We're so glad you're here. And today, I am coming from you early in the morning. I'm actually recording this early Monday morning uh, in my living room. You may hear some background noise uh, because the rest of my family is still sleeping. You can hear some sleep machines in the background making noises like uh, like we're out in the woods. That's uh, also why I'm talking a little bit quieter than I normally do because I don't want to wake anybody up You know, at 3 o'clock in the morning. But I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to be any later than necessary in getting a um, a podcast episode out today. So I wanted to get up and get it done and move forward. This has been a, a challenging week. There is no doubt. Today we're going to talk a little bit about being in the moment. We're going to talk a little bit about right now. And you know, as a, I guess, race. And when I say that, I mean the human race. I think that a lot of times we have a tendency to stare off into the past or sometimes the future and ignore the right now. I know that's something that I'm fairly guilty of or have been most of my life. It's something that I try to focus on more um, these days than I have in the past. This week was uh, a special reminder in regards to that. For those of you who don't know, I hang out in the state of Alabama most of the time. That's where I live. This week I traveled to Arkansas for a funeral. One of my, one of my friends, uh, his, his wife passed away. And she went to sleep. She took a nap. And she never woke up, uh, leaving one of my friends with, there are three kids, young, one of them's pretty young, and so this this weekend, um, that's actually one of the reasons why I'm a little late putting this podcast together, uh, because I traveled back home for the service and uh, to support my friend, um, and it, uh, it was an amazing service. Uh, I got to hear her father speak, and uh, it was one of the most raw and honest moments I've seen in my life anywhere. You know, he, he talked about losing his daughter and he talked about blaming everyone and how his paradigm and perspective changed over the week. Losing people is always a tragedy. It, 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 loss of life is always a tragedy. Some of them obviously are more tragic than others. Um, some people are gone way too soon. That was what this was in this case. And so that, that hurts even more in some cases. But as I, I watched the celebration of her life, you know, I thought to myself, as I saw all of these pictures go across the screen of her life and, you know, her life with her children and her husband and you looked around and you saw the outpouring of love from all these different communities that had come to support the family uh, in their time of need. 
And the thing that I just kept thinking over and over and over again is I can't wait to get home to my family because I'm missing time with them. Sometimes we focus on things that are far off, whether they're way in front or they're way behind. And we miss what's happening at the moment. We miss what's happening right now. And it's, it's hard to focus on right now. It's hard to focus on this moment. Especially in the lives that we live these days. My, my days are pretty packed. Get up in the morning. You do the things you got to do. You got to work. You come home. You spend the time you can with your, your kids and your family. You do the, the things that you need to do around the house. You, uh, you, you deal with the situations around and then you get to sleep. And if you're lucky, you know, you, you get a few hours of sleep before you have to get up and do it all over again. And it's always this train that just keeps moving forward and going and going and going. You know, we've got clients that, that we've got to take care of and we have businesses that we have to run and we have, you know, bills that have to be paid. And, you know, we, we talk about the rat race, you know, that, because that's what we do. And one of the hardest things to do in that moment, one of the hardest things to do when we're running 90 miles an hour is to make sure that we look around and take stock of that moment of the people around us, of those we love. It's not that we don't love those people. It's not that we don't care for those people. It's not that we, we don't want to live in the moment. But, you know, we feel so much responsibility to achieve and so much responsibility to do these things in life. And that is one of the things that moves us forward is all of these responsibilities. You know, we, we build houses and we, we build careers and we build lives sometimes, and maybe even more than sometimes there's so much focus on the building and the achieving and the growing of financial things, of, uh, passion projects, of hobbies that we miss what's right here in front of us. I have two boys. One of them's eight years old and one of them's four years old. When Dylan, my oldest, was growing up, I worked for a company and I was a field service engineer, which meant that I was called to go fix stuff, right? And what would happen is I, I, I worked a lot. I worked a lot of hours. In, in the almost five years I was with that company, with the exception of the weeks that I took vacation, there wasn't a week I didn't work less than 60 hours. So one time when my oldest had just been born, I, I was working a lot. And I remember I, I was getting ready to walk out the door and, and we had, we had rented a really nice house, uh, in a fairly nice part of town. It was big, biggest house I ever lived in. And I was doing everything I could to make financial ends meet. You know, we had a new baby. We had three dogs and two cats at the time. And I remember specifically one morning or evening, I remember walking out the door anyway, and as I was walking out the door, my wife turned to me and said, at some point, will I be able to have some time with my husband again? You know, I'm never going to forget that. Not ever. Because it highlights exactly 
it highlights exactly the challenge of living in the moment. Now, I'm not saying that we should all go out and you know, quit our jobs or not work hard or, or not do what we're passionate about. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is, is that I missed a lot of time when my oldest was growing up. I didn't get to see his first steps. I didn't get to hear his first words. There were a lot of things I missed. I missed being in the now because I was so busy working on building a future. And I can't ever get those, those moments back. These days I don't work as much. I get to spend more time with my family than I have in a long time. And I'm very grateful for that. My youngest, Raylan, I get to spend more time with him than I did with Dylan at his younger age. And so sometimes, uh, in fact, more often than I'd like to admit, I end up asking my wife, you know, did Dylan do these things? And usually the answer is, yeah, he did. He did these cute things too. You just weren't here to see him. I can't go back and get that time back. And you can't go get your time back either. And that's one of the things that we always talk about here at Plain Ordinary Dragon, right? Your time is not replaceable. Right now uh, is the only moment we ever live in, and it's important to take advantage of it. You know, I, I don't intend the podcasts ever to be a downer or depressing or anything like that, but sometimes I think it's important to stop and, and just take a moment and look around and be thankful and make sure that we're focused on what's really important, what's happening right now in our families, in our lives, with our friends. Uh, it, it, there are a lot of times that I think about leaving Facebook because of how toxic it is. Even though I have lots and lots of wonderful friends, but there's still a lot of toxicity that comes across. But you know, one thing I always try to make sure I do when I'm on Facebook is wish my friends and family a happy birthday. I know it doesn't seem very significant, but to me it is. I like to be recognized and noted for being a person, being around, hanging out for another year. And I think other people do too. Acknowledging they exist, acknowledging that they've made it another 365 and four days. Is it grandly, amazingly important? In the, no, it's not. But I think it is something that, that helps when someone just recognizes, hey, you're there, you're my friend, and I want to wish you well, and I love you. It's important to live in the now. We're not promised any time. You know, my wife lost her father in a pretty tragic motorcycle accident. She visited him, and a couple hours later he was gone. My friend, his wife went to sleep Saturday afternoon, I think it was. I could have the details wrong, but she went to sleep and didn't wake up. Nobody knows why. The thing is, is that we're just not promised any time. Today could be your last day. It could be my last day. You got to make the most of it. You got to make the most of it. Do the things do all the things. Love the people. 
Love all the people. Support your friends. Support your family. Forget about your ideological differences. They're not as important as you think they are. They're not as important as I think they are. We live in one of the most divisive times I can imagine. It is the most divisive time we have lived in since I've been alive. Granted, only got 46 years on this, on this earth, but I can't remember a time where people fail to find common ground with one another and instead say this equals that. If you support this person, well, then that equals this. And so I can't be your friend. I can't find common ground. And that just pulls us further apart. Those of you who know me probably think right now I'm talking about politics. And while it applies to politics, that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about families that split along ideological lines. I'm talking about friends that split along ideological lines or beliefs or philosophies because they think that their ideology or their philosophy is greater than the love that they have for one another. Oh, of course, everybody gives lip service to all. I still love them, comma, but. Do you? I think if you love someone, comma, but. Maybe, maybe, maybe. We need to revisit our definition of love. While I do not subscribe to any religion, I do believe that there are some very good examples of love. I think the example of someone who would lay down their life for not only their friends, but for their enemies and for people who hate them, that's the ultimate sacrifice of love. That's putting your money where your mouth is. And so if we can have examples like Christ hanging on a cross and dying for people, people that would hate him, people who would love him, can't we find a way to invite people into our lives and tell them we love them, even if we completely disagree with their choices? Can't we? Can't we really love one another? Can't we really find this moment and go, you know what? I don't believe that what you're doing is right, but I love you anyway because I may not get to see you ever again. These moments fade and they pass and you don't, you don't get a second chance sometimes. How many of you, if you think back in your life, how many of you have lost a, a parent or a grandparent or a friend and then when you think about them, you wish you just had one more chance. One of my best friends in this world, Ben White, one of my best friends in this world left way, way too soon. I've got to work hard here <laughs> not to just sound like a blathering idiot because I'm already tearing up just even thinking about him. I miss him every day, every single day. And he's been gone for a decade. When I'm driving down the road, 
I don't have anything happening. I'm not listening to a podcast. I'm not listening to music. I'm, I'm not listening to an audio book. I'm just in my own world. And I'm thinking, this is the moment that Ben used to call me. You know, he used to call and just check up on me for no good reason. Except for he loved me. He took advantage of that moment of the right now. He he supported me and we had great moments together. But I wish I had just one more time to tell him I love him one more time. So if you get a chance, if you can find a way to be self-aware enough in the moment, every moment that you're doing something and you have that chance, that opportunity to tell someone how much you appreciate their friendship, how much you appreciate them, how much you love them, do it. Do it every single time. Don't be the first person to let go in a hug. Sorry, I'm falling apart a little bit. <laughs> you know, right now is just so important. You don't get to do it again. So make the most of it. I beg you, make the most of it. I'm reminded of that quote by Mother Teresa. I think it goes something like this. If you want to change the world, go home and love your family. I believe it was Gandhi who said, you know, be, be the change that you want to see in the world. I'm paraphrasing clearly. You know, it's 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm not Googling anything to make sure it's right. I don't know how many of you know this, that none of the podcasts are, are scripted. We, we, I, I like to talk to you as if you were right here with me and I don't script out conversations <laughs> in my real world. I just talk and I'm an extrovert as well. So, or I'm introverted extrovert or something. I don't know. I don't care what the label is. I talk a lot of things out though. That's how I figure things out is I, I talk them out. I get out of my head to do it. And the podcast is one of those things that, that I do that way as well. When I was uh, in Arkansas this weekend, I made sure that I sat down with some of my friends and I took time with them as best I could. It wasn't always convenient for me, you know, it, it, but what it was, it was important. You know, I might never see them again. I spent time with my, my parents. Actually, I was, I was going to go do a, some podcast interviews. Uh, I had some lined up uh, this weekend. And I canceled them because I wanted to spend time with my mom and dad. I wanted to, to sit down and talk with them about my life and what was going on with it and their lives and all, all things that, you know, I might not have a chance to talk with them about again. There was no guarantee I was going to make it back home. I did. And I'm grateful. But there wasn't a guarantee there's not a guarantee that I'm going to get that chance again. And so I chose to live in the now and spend 
a number of hours just talking with my mom and dad. Normally, I would have just seen them kind of in passing as I had all of these different things that I needed to do, these people I needed to see and talk to and interview and all those things. And I don't know if it was, I know it definitely wasn't a conscious thought for me to say, okay, I want to live in in, in the moment. I want to live in right now and, and sit here and talk with my parents. I, but I think it may have been a subconscious thing after, you know, thinking about and seeing everything that had unfolded, you know, in the service and so forth. And it made an impact on my life. And that, that's something we can't overlook is the impact that, that people have on our lives, but also the impact that we have on others. You know, if God forbid my parents tragically passed away before I got to see him again, you know what? I would treasure those moments that I got to spend with them. Those last few. When I talk with my wife, uh, about her father, uh, she treasures those last few moments she got to have with her dad, how they got to talk, how they were able to, you know, discuss some things and hug each other and say goodbye one last time. Those are treasured moments. So I'm not really preaching to everybody today. I'm just saying, really really try to live in the now. It's the only moment you have. Nothing else exists. And nothing is more important. Go out and love yourself. Go out and love others. But make sure, make sure you focus on what's right here. Because it's the only thing you got. As usual, if you enjoy the episodes, uh, please share them. Uh, go out and write a review for us on iTunes or Chartable, or, or I'm not sorry, not Chartable, uh, on iTunes or on like Podchaser. If you're on Android, Podchaser allows you to do that. Really helps the show and uh, helps us kind of get the message out. Uh, you know, the message of you're a dragon, you're amazing, you can do amazing things. Uh, if you if you want to talk with us, uh, you you know we've we've got email. You can go out to the website planordinarydragon.com. Uh, if, you, if you'd like to hear some suggestion, like if you'd like to give us some suggestions on things to do shows on, uh, you can go to plainordinarydragon.com forward slash suggestions and leave us a comment. and We'll take a look at the suggestions and see if there's anything that, that we can weigh in on. Uh, we also have, you know, there's the Plain Ordinary Dragon Facebook page and, and Facebook group if you'd like to come talk about the episodes or uh, anything along those lines. We'll have, uh, I, I did get one interview in while I was uh, over in H-Town, and uh, we'll have that uh, in the next couple weeks coming out. Don't forget, if you're interested in supporting the show, you can uh, go find us at Etsy. We have mugs and t-shirts uh, as well. If you don't remember, you're a dragon. You might be plain. You might be ordinary. But you're a dragon. And even a plain, ordinary dragon is an amazing creature. Can't wait to hear your voice in this world. I love y'all. When you work as a team, you got to tend it. 